There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Hi, guys. Halloween, Hi. just right around the corner. Ooh. If you have any recipes, uh, you know, oh, we sorry. talked about last hour, like you, little cute things for parties or things you make little with your kids. Things. Send us an email. But we got to wow. talk about candy. You can get a migraine from eating a lot of candy. Yeah, that sugar overload. I would know because I have eaten a lot of candy in my life, although I don't think it's ever given me a migraine. Tummy ache, sure. Uh, fits of energy, absolutely. And then crashing. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the candy though? This kind of got raised yesterday. We we're talking about Halloween candy, and it's that season, so let's do it. Um, what is the candy that you? Sorry, my computer just restarted. Rude. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the candy that you grew up? loving that everyone else hated 651-641-1071 and Dawn we've already got some people who've been patiently Ooh. waiting let's go to Stacy Stacy's been holding Stacy what's the candy you loved that other people are like yeah that's gross I love the little peanut butter kiss things that everybody rips on all the time I think the, are kiss. those the little peanut butter taffy things yes I and love orange them. and uh and black wrappers yep Girl, I, that oh, was the I one I said those. yesterday. I absolutely love those. They have like a crunchy part to them or like a sandy part. Well, there's like a little peanut stuck in there. Yeah, peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, I love those. And as long as they're fresh, they're fantastic. If they're old, they'll rip the teeth out of your head. But <laughs> yeah. I love True. the fresh ones. Okay. Well, You're not alone. Just know that there are others yeah, out there, Stacy. Good. <laughs> Thanks for calling, sweetie. Let's go to Gail. Gail is on the line. All right, Gail, what do you love to shove in your pie hole at Halloween time that other people get grossed out by? Gail? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, first of all, Smarties. Oh, don't yes. Go there with me. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, well. But circus peanuts? Oh, my God. I like, I like circus peanuts, too. Oh. And they're the most hateful things ever. Yeah, I hate those. At the dollar store <laughs> for like a buck for a bag. And they're so and, stale. And they're like, so stale. I like them stale. Well, you're always going to get stale ones because no one wants them. That's why we're on. But no Gail, you can them. have all of them. Do you do anything special with them? Like, do you put them in the microwave? Do you just you know munch what? on them in the car? Funny you mention that. My daughter puts them in the microwave. <gasps> oh, oh, how do they taste? In the, I don't think I've ever done that. Well, just to make him all gooey or whatever, I, yeah. I don't <laughs> to that one. You but, know what? Oh. You should try to make a s'more out of them. You know, just put it between two oh, graham crackers. Very probable, but it's such a, 
it's such a weird thing that people yeah <laughs> no you're them. yeah and they're always at the dollar store they're i get always it always at the dollar store gail thank you so much for sharing for circus waiting. peanuts and for being on hold um i will say i like them but only in the way that i like candy corn which is like a handful and then i'm done mm-hmm. like i want to like scratch that itch mm-hmm. every once in a while i have a friend kim she you know kim yeah she loves circus peanuts too so I, like every time she comes to town i'll buy a bag and then we'll split it Oof. but like i only want a little bit at a time because they're so sweet they're so sweet and disgusting yeah uh let's go back to the phone who's on the line Mike? Got jamie on the line oh hey jamie you may not know what these are but brock neapolitan um yeah oh yeah that's old school oh yes i know exactly what you mean they're like the little neapolitan it's like coconut uh it was different colors like coconut nougat or something it's like pink and brown and white yep in a little cube yes now would your parent or guardian take you and let you fill up a bag like of certain brock's candies because they had little dispensers and you could get like a scoop of something yeah you you it was like pick a mix it's called sometimes sometimes Sometimes. or you would just get them somehow just so you know honey they're called (laughs) brock sunday neapolitan coconut and uh you can still get them online I didn't even know they had an official name. It's true. Yeah, Neapolitan Coconut. Thanks for calling, Jamie. I did want to say also the Pick-A-Mix. If you put in a quarter, you could take one, I think. Oh. Like they had a little box for a quarter, and you could just stick the quarter, and then you could take one of the candies. You could buy one. I think. If maybe it's two for a quarter, I don't know. Well, that's buying. I had officially removed these from my memory (gasps) because my grandparents had them, and I hated them so badly. The mm-hmm. coconut things, because I'm not oh. a big coconut fan, the fake coconut flavor. Yeah. So I've per- I forgot these existed, and now I'm looking at them once and again. Like, and you know what that oh, is. Oh, I got that terrible bile taste in my mouth. The oh, same taste yeah. I get when I eat those. Wow, thanks for <laughs> yeah. that. So there you Mental go. Picture. Thank you, I, Jamie, for bringing that I back I will to say, my of those Brock's... Um, have you ever... I like the little nougat with the jellied bits in it. Have you ever had that? Oh, right. Did it have a little... They were like, so it's white, like a white square, but then mm-hmm. it had these little jewel jelly blobs in it. So it looked kind of, it looked very, I don't know how to describe it, like little cut gems. My grandma always had those butterscotch ones in the with the orange wrapper. Okay. It's just a hard candy that was like butterscotch. Oh, the butterscotch disc. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, disc. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The disc. Yeah. That's a thing, girl. <laughs> it's Butterscotch discs. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about, um, I love malted milk balls. Oh, yeah. Like, My mom loved those when I was growing up. So she always had the, like, the carton of them. Yes. You know, it was like a paper carton, almost like a milk carton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom loved them, too. I think that's growing up with them. But it, you would get them in your Halloween bag. You can still get them if you get, like, a variety pack. And, like, I'm the only one that eats those. Oh, really? Okay. I love malted milk. Okay. Is that you, girl? No. Thumbs up. My f- my computer is doing some stuff. Yeah. <gasps> That's your computer? Memory Uh-oh. errors detected, limit exceeded, additional errors may not be healed. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's literally beeping like we're backing up a truck. Yeah. It was doing some stuff yesterday. I was going to say, you were in there yesterday with Donna. Trying to figure it issues. out for Donna. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to be blamed no matter what. I ain't being blamed for nothing. This is a work computer. I know. They told us we needed to restart them. Every we need to sign out and restart. Well, every we did time. yesterday. Okay. So hopefully now I it was able I was able to log in, but it did this thing where it 
logged me out twice while we've been talking, sitting here. It's logged me out and logged me back in twice. Mm. Anyway, back to candy. Great topic. Um, Maybe circus peanuts is a virus and it took over your computer. What are the ones for you? that you love that other people hate? Well, uh, melted milk balls, I think people don't love those. Um, I would say, um, does everyone like pixie sticks? Because that's just sugar. Oh, God, do you like pixie sticks? Yeah, I did. Oh, that is crack I did. cocaine. Because you could just like, you could just open it up and then just tilt your head back and just drop <laughs> all that sugar right into your mouth. Those should and be then illegal yeah. for a child. Yeah. Because that is just like... And then I would do like 10 cartwheels outside. Yeah, that or like <laughs> go on, you know, like, I don't know, knocking over a liquor store. I mean... You can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have so much Halloween candy. My mom would let me to eat it until it's gone. Day yeah, and night, that whatever. Because she just didn't want to deal with it. But there would be some points where she's like, go run around the house 10 times. She would tell me That's fine. that. Just to get my we energy out. To, we didn't need to get prompted by our parents to burn energy, though. I, I, I mean, like think about how much time we spent outdoors. Oh, it was constant compared to me, what but kids do today. If I was inside, driving her crazy, asking too many questions, yeah. and doing uh, baby ducking her, don't baby, baby duck, duck me. You know how baby ducks follow the mom around everywhere? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like, quit baby ducking me. Wow. She's just trying to go to the bathroom or something, and I'm like. Wow. That's what I do to you here at work, right? No, actually you don't. Um, all right. When we come back, I don't know what we're doing next on. So you're going to, oh, we have people on the line. Let's go quickly. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they've been so patiently holding. Let's go to Pam. Pam, what's the candy you love, sweetie, that nobody else did? Hi. Well, I wanted to make a comment, though, about those jeweled candies that mm-hmm. you were talking about. Weren't those out more at Christmas time? You know, now that you say that, I think you're right, or at least they had like a Christmas <laughs> it version. It was like a little tree inside. They had those, too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was like round with a little tree in the middle. So what about the ones that were strawberry and they were wrapped in a strawberry wrapper? Oh. Hard candy with like the strawberry jelly? You got those in the, um, oh. what is that gift box called? I, oh, I don't know. The farms, like oh, yeah. Huckleberry Hillshire Farms. No, what was it? Yeah, what was it? Hillshire Farms. Hillshire Farms, yeah, like where you get the sausage and the yeah. cheese. And then yeah. it had the little like, green grass. Yeah, and I think if you ordered like the apples and oranges for someone, yep. yes. some of those straps. But I love those. I did too. Yeah, because when you would suck on them and then at some point they would just kind of disintegrate in the kind of jelly in the middle. Strawberry flavor of the candy was so good. Anything that has a liquid those. center yeah, is pretty sure. great. But I love you guys. Thanks, oh, Pam. Too. All the time. Have a great day. Love okay, you, Pam. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. I also want to give a shout out to Leslie, who I ran into on a walk this morning. She, Leslie. She was just doing her walk and she goes, Bradley. And I You're was like, like huh? I don't know you. <laughs> I thought maybe it was a neighbor. No, it's Leslie. So hi, Leslie. Oh, Thanks hi. for listening. All right. When we come back, Don, what are we doing? Uh, we are talking about Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling, we, yeah, it's like she knew we asked where she was because she showed up yesterday in the tabloids. And told us where she lived. And All right. she told us where she lived. And it's a weird story. We'll do that when we come back right here on my Keyword Awareness. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. Livia Weight Control Centers changed my life, quite literally. Six years ago, I had moved to Minnesota, and you know, you're like, what do I do in a new state where I don't have any friends? You go out to eat, and then you try a craft beer every day. (laughs) I didn't do it every day, but I did put on 30 pounds, and then they helped me get the weight off, and I've kept the weight off. They are offering six months free right now, if you mention me. That only goes until this Saturday, the 21st. So please call today. 
855-GO-LIVIA or livia.com. And it's no counting calories. These are doctor-recommended programs. They look at your lifestyle and your life individually and make a plan that works for you. Uh, You could do this with your partner as a couple, and I guarantee you're going to feel better, look better, and you can quit saying, I used to be this weight, and you can get down to that goal weight again. Six months free if you say, I heard this from Don McLean. 855-GO-LIVIA or livia.com. Okay, Don's headphones are on the floor, so I'll just bring us back. <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Don. There was a ghost. It took your headphones. Okay. It's spooky. Uh oh, it's a skeleton head. Can I just say though that we did actually? It's a, stop it. That was a that was a cruel attempt at a joke. Yeah. I, I could not remember the word skull. Apparently, and skeleton so I just called it skeleton head. Yeah. Technically not incorrect. However, you know that we did some ghost hunting last week for Project Down and Dirty. And Dawn unleashed her technology on the situation. And we actually uncovered some really fascinating stuff. We're going to share that stuff with you this week. If I can ever get my damn video to transfer to your phone. Yeah, it's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But the reason I brought that up is earlier today, we went digging for who was in that house. Mike! Oh, my. Mike! Found some good stuff? Yes. Yes. And remember some of the, um, well, when I was listening to the spirit box and I said some names. Some names you said, yeah. Those names have come up in history attached to the house. I love it. That's when you know things are good. Yep. And we saw the pictures of the people who lived and died in that house. Oh, wow. Like at least one of those guys, that one guy. I can't wait. Yeah. All right, we'll it's tell so you more weird. tomorrow. Okay. All right, stay tuned. But you guys helped us donate a lot of money, or you helped us raise a lot of money, rather, for Brave Like Gabe last week mm-hmm. for Project Down and Dirty. And as a result, we are releasing that video and assuming I can get Dawn everything she needs. That'll be available tomorrow. We're just having some airdrop problems. Yeah. Okay, we got to talk about Tori Spelling. Do it. Yesterday, we talked about Dean McDermott and how he um, he had been seen you know, at the social services offices, people were like, is he filing for, you know, uh, welfare or food stamps or assistance? It seemed very weird. Mm -hmm. So we were like, wait a minute, this is the first time we've seen him, but where the heck is Tori Spelling? Because she used to live in a very expensive RV, by the way, and she was camping on the beach for an extended period of time with her kids. And, you know, she got a lot of attention for that, but then that sort of disappeared for a while. And yesterday, I'm like, where is Tori? Well, she must have heard us because she, she has popped up. Um, the title of this article from page six is Tori Spelling Forced to Evacuate Rental Home After Neighbor. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Arrested and reported hostage. Now, she wasn't that's... a hostage. Mike, why are you shaking your head? Oh, I was just surprised. Oh, yeah. because I was, I was like, just, yeah, no, it's... 
if you're this gonna, happens. It's it's terrifying, but I also think there is a comedic part to this, not the actual Right. What we're going to talk about is not... But the yeah. Tory Spelling side of it. So, as far as the neighbor having a assault rifle and holding someone hostage and a SWAT team showing up... That's real. That's real, but they arrested the person and nobody was hurt in that instant. Now let's get petty. There are several photographs of her running out of her rental home in a ridiculous outfit. It's not like, oh, I've been caught off guard and now I have to flee my home. No, it's I fully no. know that there are going to be cameras outside. And so I am going to quick do a wardrobe. Well, at least maybe not a wardrobe change because she did throw on a hat and sunglasses, which means she knew she was in a hurry, but that she still was paying attention I, to the way so she looked. It's so contrived. The look is so contrived. Everyone else is just wearing shorts and a t-shirt or whatever. She has on well, she, a very floppy black beanie hat, huge like Elton John sunglasses, a yellow tee, some jeans that and full lip makeup. So she full did her lips. lip makeup. Jeans that have a maybe those are overalls. They're overalls with the straps down, and it just looks like a costume. It looks like a costume. She is outside asking questions. At one point, she's sitting on the but ground. But also, there's so many more questions because, Dawn, where is she? Where is and she? And how did the tabloids know that to she show... was going to be there? Did well, she Well, although, him? let's be clear. They were probably, the cameras could have been there, not for Tori Spelling. Yes. Because there was an actual situation happening. Yes, that is correct. So what I think happened is that she saw a news crew outside and, you know, Probably heard the police and the police, you know, she's forced to evacuate her home. To me, the safest place, if somebody has, like, you would stay in your house. Yeah. But a lot of people are outside. I'm not here to judge that. I'm specifically here to no, judge the No, I think the, the police outfit. probably took them all outside to yes. make sure that they were, because they're behind a cordon and they're all sitting on the ground. Yeah. Um, but it's the outfit that is so contrived. It's like, oh, here's my opportunity to be photographed. Let me put on. I just felt like to me it was like one of those situations that I think where she's like, hit. oh, there's cameras. I must look my best. Yeah. It's like, girl, run. <laughs> yeah. Because I would worry be. about it. God, that'd be terrifying. Because it's not like she could have blended in with the rest of the people. Mm. But let me put on a bright yellow t shirt, a beanie hat. Blend in. The biggest sunglasses you've ever seen. They yeah. look like for, you know, Something for a giant. Also, what if you didn't know that Tori Spelling was your neighbor? Because maybe you just, you know, you're, maybe you live in that hood and you're not quite sure. Like, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. don't know where everybody lives. And all of a sudden you come out and you're like, oh my God, that's Tori Spelling. I mean, you're like, wait a minute, there's a SWAT like, team. I know there's a SWAT team and this is an environment, but can we get some answers? I know. And I kind of want to, like, we don't know where this is, but... um she apparently is living and in also notice that home. she's alone what did she you say is. she's a parent- rental i thought you said mental home I was oh, like, no. what? oh my gosh i would never say that um, a rental home um and i guess the kids are at school i'm assuming because she's alone oh yeah i guess all her kids are school age probably yeah for sure um but yeah so she's living in a rental home now we just don't know where it is is they it probably the one that had the mold for- no that was a different rental home are you sure Almost positive. I don't know. Maybe they I got didn't... the mold cleaned out. I think she's suing those people. Okay. Hey, when we come back, we got to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because she's trying to disappear herself from the spotlight by being in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.
Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You've heard me talk about becoming a sponsor. You know that the uh, the United States uh, government is offering a program that enables everyday Americans to privately sponsor refugee families from around the world. And becoming a sponsor is a life-changing act of service. To start the process or learn more about the process and what it actually requires, there's a financial component, but um, most importantly, there is a reward for doing so. And the reward, of course, is knowing that you are helping those fleeing violence and persecution around the world as they seek a pathway right here in the United States, in our community. It is a life-changing opportunity to stand alongside someone as they rebuild. If you would like to learn more about how you can be a sponsor or what sponsorship entails, do me a favor. Head to wearealike.org slash sponsorship today. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Dawn McLean here, Bradley trainer. Just occurred to me, I think that's the color of her nails, right? Cherry rain. Cherry rain. I paint my nails. I think she's saying cherry rain. Cherry red? Or cherry red! Cherry red, yeah. Like cherry I thought it was cherry rain. And then I thought that's like a Prince song. Oh. I went That's on a journey. Rain. I know, but there's cherry. Okay, <laughs> yeah. shut up. Okay. <laughs> what did I do to you? Nothing, actually. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow, just... normally we would like, all right, we would just click past it, you know, if we see a Gwyneth Paltrow interview, but then I'm like, oh, goop, what's going on? It's cherry red, by the way. I just wanted to make it official no, before we moved on. Oh, here. good. Thanks okay, for Mike, thank now you. let's do this. Like okay. Here come the goopers, scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. If you want to waste your How time. How did you come across Stinkholes, girl? If you want to waste your time and read the whole Bustle article interview, it's worth it's it. It's on our uh, show links page. The it purpose, is... go on. Oh, no, you go ahead. The purpose nope. of all Are of you... this promotion was because her beauty line, which normally would cost you four hundred plus dollars an item, her skincare line, she has lower level products that will be in Target. Yeah, so she is deigning to give poor people the opportunity to waste their money. And on so, her pricey products. I'm I'm joking. I'm being no. facetious. I love uh, Gwyneth, but I also love to poke fun at Gwyneth. And you're talking about her skincare line that's going to be available at Target and on Amazon. That is correct. Yes. Now, I will say this interviewer goes back and forth from kissing her butt to asking her tough questions. So I'm like, oh, very good. Well, can I can I just say too, like the thing that stuck out to me. I mean, you went right to the like the reason she's doing this, mm-hmm. which is you know always important but the thing that i read in there was was the whole conversation she has about just trying to disappear herself from hollywood and retiring oh that she will do it that she will do it someday and i'm like i wish more celebrities would do this but i do so it's like i have this love hate with gwyneth anyway continue no, it's definitely a, an interesting part because I thought, you're not going to be able to just disappear. She's like, no one will ever find me. And I'm like, I think they will. I think they will because <laughs> yeah. she'll have to at some point come out of some type of a cave. Well, or... she, but but she also, she I thought she got pretty, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm being a little I liked the indulgent interview. of her. But she talked about like she's going to sell goop 
And then she's just going to go off and do her own thing. And I'm like, I'm here for it because I wish more, I wish more celebrities and more famous people and more rich people would do this because what is the point of all of that? Mm -hmm. If not to, at some point just go, I'm done doing that now. And now I'm just going to enjoy my life anyway. She is um, finding it hard to manage her life. She mentioned that her kids, like she has her daughter, Apple, who is, goes to Vanderbilt university right now by the way she's in a sorority and all of her friends use goop products okay she was um, like i didn't push it on her i didn't but tell she her totally to but done. she totally told me the other day how much she loves goop will you just point Take out care. the things that made your eyes roll because yeah. trust me when i tell you oh, there was a lot <laughs> yes um something they asked her i have a clip of her the first part is they're asking her what do you do after a long flight Oh, this, you guys. <laughs> and then she talks about, after that, there's another cut of her talking this about her products being in Target or something. Gave but, me shingles yeah, just let's, listening to this. <laughs> shingles. <laughs> I try to find a sauna right away so I can really sweat. And um, I also like to take a bath with baking powder and salt because a naturopath once told me that helps like pull the radiation out that you get up uh, in the sky. What? Lots of vitamin Wait. C in case there are any germs on the plane and then melatonin to adjust to the time. That's cute. Excuse me. To really get familiar with ingredients and understand what are kind of the biggest offenders because um, there's a whole spectrum of clean there's there's super super clean product like ours good clean goop i would say do research to really understand what's in your do products research. and what you feel comfortable with no you do it for me that's why i'm reading this yeah i i just loved when when she said i literally had to stop and replay what she said because i was like wait did she just say i take a bath with baking soda and salt because no, of the radiation. Powder, and I think she meant soda, baking powder. Well, maybe baking soda. But not powder. No, like no. Clabber girl. Oh, and yeah, she yeah. said powder. Did she say powder? She said, I listened to it many times. She said powder. Baking yeah. powder. Well, baking maybe it is powder. baking. I don't know. Bi- sodium bicarbonate. I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is, I was like, you're putting that on. Are you making cookies? Salt. What are you doing over there, honey? Yeah, powder. I know she meant soda, baking soda. And I will say that, like, if you take, like, a a bath in Epsom salts, that definitely makes you feel better. That's what I do, like, when I'm sick and stuff. And I, I can definitely relate to taking a salt bath of sorts. If you're sore, that helps. But it's the thing that struck me about that is that it neutralizes the radiation in the sky, but in that, the air. Like, that's not what? a thing. It's not you a can't. Thing. If you could, okay, so I would just like to do, like, let's do the, let's play this all the way through. If you could get rid of radiation poisoning, because you do get exposed, truth be told. Sure. Flying exposes you to a certain amount of radiation every year, but it's what I've heard. It's like, you know, going to the dentist, getting your teeth, whatever, or maybe, maybe it's a lot less. I didn't even know that flying. It exposes you to radiation. I did not know that. Astronauts, like, yeah, the closer you get away or the closer you get to the you know, the rays of the sun that are not mediated by the atmosphere somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get exposed to more of that radiation. I think that's the way it works. So that's a thing. But the idea that you could rub yourself with baking soda and salt and have that removed, like, no, mm, I, I don't think that's an actual thing. Or like when there's a nuclear accident or somebody gets exposed to radiation... That they'd be like, I'll just rub some baking soda on yourself. You'll be fine. That's not a thing. 
She also mentions that her products, this isn't, we don't have a clip of this, but within the interview, she says that, that there's so many toxic things in skincare products that mess with your endocrine system mm. and her products don't mess with your, I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm sure there's a study somewhere that said, like, you can absorb a certain amount of chemicals from your skin that would then get into your body and that somebody, you know, somebody then extrapolated that because that's the thing with goop. There's this thinly veiled attachment to actual science that they will use as sort of like a kernel to, like, then sell you a product that Mm -hmm. absolutely 100 percent has not been proven to do the thing that there might actually be a problem with. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, I know what you're saying. And they make piles of money off yeah. of this. Which also, look, I think you should buy stuff from Goop if you have the money and it makes you feel good. Sure, it is $471 if if, for skincare cream. If you're buying it to think that you're not going to get a disease or an illness. Nope. I mean, you're just kind of lighting money on fire. But look, hey. people do all sorts of weird things to protect themselves from disease and vampires. I will will say that she does admit is the wrong word, but she does mention that her life is very messy because she's trying to find a college for her son. But girl, when you read all that messy, were you not like I was, which was like, girl, your life is not messy. She said she burned three things in the oven this weekend. That is not messy. Messy is like you burn things and your partner left you and the IRS is coming after you and you just lost one of your six jobs. I mean, I'm just saying her messy is not most people's messy. It's true. But at the same time, she's at least saying that her life isn't perfect. And I think that's the best that she can do. As far as like being relatable to people. Well, she's being relatable to sell products in Target now. But what I think she's doing is being relatable to a certain kind of woman. And that's a woman who is very privileged and has, you know, a lot in life. Yeah, that's true. And Um, because that's the market for goop, right? Like goop is marketed to like women of a certain age and strata, strata in society and status in society. If you have like just at your disposal, if you don't have to think about buying a skincare line that if you got all four, well, it cost you $2,000, this is the product if for you. Burning, and, and look, there's no shame in that game. Trust. It's a market, and she's making money off of it. So I, I think that's fine. But the idea then that she's going to jump in and try to relate to the most of the women who actually shop at Target on a regular basis? They're going to be about, around $25. I and I will say that the interviewer said, so... You can look up a bunch of articles that talk about in the past you saying that you couldn't ever make it mass produced for people at a reasonable cost because it is so precious what you're doing. So how are you doing it now? And so she explains, like, we're just not putting as many of those ingredients that we put in our high end stuff, but it's still going to work for you. It's still the same crap. I'm like, I think it's going to I think that you're just overpriced on your other one. Exactly. I think that it's probably very close. See how when you talk about Gwyneth, you have to talk out of the side of your mouth. Mm hmm. Yeah, but I will say she's very, um, she's very relaxed. She's not, she doesn't seem thirsty and like she's trying too hard. Like they kind of just hand no, it to her on a No, like I said, platter. it's a love hate. I, I have a love hate and I, I get what she's doing. I think she's very successful at what she's doing, but I also think that she's a little naive if she thinks, and by that I don't think she's naive. I think this is just a, a way to make money is she's trying to appeal to a different, uh, customer base and i'm like i don't know if you're gonna seem that relatable to most moms 
But this will go, do very well in Target. Truth be told, people will buy this well, stuff. But the reason, yeah, I guess I don't know. I I'm ambivalent because I think at the end of the day, for a certain type of customer, yeah, they're going to want that because they're going to want a little bit of the fancy that she provides. Mm-hmm. It's like that's at the top of my budget, but I need to treat myself. Yeah. Another thing that she mentioned just quickly here that I thought was kind of like eh, eye rolling is that she talked about how, you know, I could never get attracted to a really rich guy. I've always done independent films. Money has never been my thing. I'm like, well, that's because you've never had to try to earn it. I was going to say, I she's mean, never had to work. She well, grew She grew up with rich actors. She's been parents. very privileged. So yeah. you, money has never been your thing. Yeah. She also talks about never comparing herself to other women because she just, you know, like, which sounds like a virtuous thing. And I'm like, yeah, but would you look in the mirror? Yeah, because you don't have to. Because you don't have to wear makeup. <laughs> she talked about how she they would not. they would never do like a contouring uh, line right. for her makeup. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't need foundation. Okay. Her face. You were thinking the same thing I was. Yeah. I was like, this woman. You don't need it. She looks, and, and God bless her. That's just her gift. Yeah. Right? It's like, you don't have to wear any makeup. Yeah. But a lot of people feel like they do. <laughs> I know. Me being you know? one of them. I mean, when I don't have makeup on, people go, are you okay? Oh my God. No, they don't. And I, yes, they do. I have never Here at work, that. yes, people will go, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, no, this is just my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have never thought that. Um, but it's, anyway. It makes me laugh. Yeah. she Her face, like, it's like everybody should have your face in your background, honey. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't be struggling so much either. But God love her. She also smokes. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. When we come back, Mike has a game for us to play. And we're going to play it. And we're going to win. I don't know who of us is going to win. But one, one of us Someone's going to win. Right here on Mike. <laughs> Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. And Dawn. We are here with a special deal. You've heard us talking about how much we love Timu. Well, we have got a surprise for you. If you don't know what Timu is, it's a super cost-effective shopping website. It's the number one downloaded shopping app in the Apple App Store in the U.S. Okay, so the super special surprise we've got for you, download the app in the search bar on Timu. Type in Timu 2023. That's T-E-M-U. 2023, you're going to get a $200 coupon bundle mm-hmm. and free shipping. That's huge. Yes, it is. And you can find pretty much everything you would ever need on Timu. I'm in the app right now and I noticed that, at? well, um, I actually ordered a bunch of pickleballs from Timu because we just had our pickleball tournament. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. get pickle. I mean, you get sports equipment, holiday decorations, stuff for the kitchen, you name it. All you have to do, download the app, Timu. In the search bar, Timu 2023, you're going to get that $200 coupon bundle. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping, Bradley. <laughs> My Talk 107.1. Thank you for joining us. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And we could not do anything without our wonderful producer, Mike. And he has a game for us. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. We end every show with a little game show roulette. I spin the wheel wherever this wheel lands with all these game shows listed on it. That is the game we will play today. There goes the wheel. Here it goes. Where's it going to stop? Uh. Uh. It's been a minute. Ba-ba-da. Ba-ba-da. Name that tune time. Ba-ba-da. Oh, I knew it. I it's... had this psychic feeling. Oh, did you? You're getting really good at that. Maybe yeah. the sound... 
Gabriel? No, before it, I'm like, I wonder if it'll oh, be named that tune. And okay. I was thinking about how I'm not good at it. We haven't done it for a while. Let's see how it I goes. Think you're pretty good at it. Yeah, you're, you're all right. And I had that conversation with myself. Oh, okay, the, the, the nice thing about name that tune is you don't have to get the answer right to score a point. You just have to strategically play against your partner. It's true. In a way to uh, make them force fail them so you can fail. succeed. Exactly. Oh. what this game's all about. Again, I love to succeed thanks to other people's failure. <laughs> We're playing the bit of note portion of Name That Tune. I've got five songs here from the year 1988. It was oh. a good year. We're going back to 1988, Where were you in 35 years ago. Eighth grade. You were? Yeah. Every year that's a, like it, if it ends in a seven, I was in seventh grade in the 80s. Yeah. That's, I don't think possible. It is, okay. Because I would have been in eighth grade right about that time. And 1988. Are, are we the same age? No. Okay, what year did you graduate high school? 1992. Oh, so you were only one year behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How is that possible? I'm a year older than you. I thought you were two years older than me. Well, I started, I was old for my class. I was going to say, because I'm yeah. 48. Yep, so my birthday is in October, so when I started, like, first grade, I Got was it. seven and right away. And I'm a spring away. baby. Yeah. All right, now that we figured that out. <laughs> We're going to have to hurry after that, but let's go Fine. ahead and do it. It was important. It was very it's important character character building. By the way, in case you're wondering, I was two. All right, let's play the game. Uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> two. cool for this segment. I was going to say All right, you guys know how name that tune works. Uh, uh, Bradley, you're going to start the bidding for this first one. Again, 1988. Uh, and these are all songs of the summer, by the way, the, the year 1988. We're oh. finishing out uh, summer, kind of. Uh, that's what we're doing here. Uh, I'm going to give you a clue for this first one, and then you two go back and forth bidding on how many seconds you think it's going to take you to name this tune. All right, your first tune, it is uh, the first top five hit for an English rock group. So again, the song you're going to be looking for, trying to name that tune, is the first top five hit for an English rock group. Start the bidding, Bradley. Uh, Dawn, I can name that tune in three seconds. Whoa! Bradley can name that tune in two seconds. Go for it. Can wow. I get the artist? Also, I forgot. No, you no, can't. That's part I don't of the get the artist, honey. Okay. All you have to do is... She's like, can I get the answer, please? No, name? no, no. I mean, oh, can, can I you say answer? the artist I see instead what of the tune? I see what you're saying, but no, this is name that tune. <gasps> You have to name the actual song. All right. Are you ready to name this tune? Do you want to take back your two seconds? (laughs) No, I'll do it. All right. Unless you want to do it in one. No, I said three. Okay. And you said two. You guys know the rules. You did it great. All right. Here we go. Two seconds on. Are you ready? Yes. If you get this right in two seconds, you're going to get the first point. If you get it wrong, Bradley gets the point. Here's two seconds. Name this tune. Pour some sugar on me. Oh, nice and easy out of the gate. Oh, nice job. one. Nice one there. Yeah. Uh, that's the first top five hit for, of course, Def Leppard. So there you go with the they first were British. One. Yep. I didn't know that. Let's move on to the next song. This song uh, reached number six in the 80s and number two on the charts more recently. A <gasps> couple trips mm. up the charts. And Don, you get to start the bidding. Mm, I can name that tune in four seconds. I can name that tune in three seconds. Name that tune. Okay. Ooh, three seconds for our second one. Dawn's got the uh, two, or excuse me, the one to zero lead, trying to stretch it to two. But if Bradley can get this song in three seconds, he'll get the point and tie it up. Here's your second tune. Again, the theme. These songs are all from the year 1988. Reached number six in the 80s, second more recently. Oh. There's your three seconds. Bradley. Oh, uh, fast car. 
Absolutely. That is Fast Car. Yeah. Nicely done. Oh, I thought he wasn't going to get it because he paused. <laughs> of course, that song uh, <sighs> from Tracy Chapman was uh, top six. I think it finished sixth in, uh, 18, in uh, 1988. And then uh, Luke Combs just took it up to number mm-hmm. two on the charts. All right. Nice. We're moving on to the third one. we got to hurry these like last the original, three, but, but we will. Okay. Uh, top ten hit for one of the top ten highest grossing artists. Mm. So again, this is a top ten hit for one of the top ten highest grossing artists, and the song is from 1988. Start the bidding, Dawn. I can name that tune in three seconds. Name that tune. Ooh, just right at you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You've got a top ten hit. We're looking for a top ten hit from a top ten highest grossing artist. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right, you got three seconds. Name this tune. Oh, no. This is... uh, Come on, now. Bruce Springsteen. Dancing in the Dark. Don't think too hard, because it's not Bruce Springsteen. Oh, shoot. Bradley, do you know that one off of that? I don't have any clue what that was. Oh, no, that's not it. Sir Elton John. Oh, God. What is it? Though? I don't want to go on with you like that. Oh, yeah. With you like that. That is the song. I don't want to be the All okay. right. So, with that, we get down to our final two songs. <laughs> I would not it's have known that. Bradley with a 2 1 lead. And uh, we've got song number four. No, I think I just got one right, didn't I? Nope. Because you get one right if she gets it wrong. Right. Oh. Remember, that was the, uh, yeah, that's okay. the thing about this game is if you some strategy involved here, everyone gets it. Well, there's I'm a, a point body. awarded every single time. All right. Here we go. One of three huge hits for a glam band's sophomore album. One of three huge hits from a glam band's sophomore album. Start the bidding, Bradley. Dawn, I can name that tune in uh, seven seconds. Oh, my God. I can name that tune in five seconds. I can name that tune in three seconds. Name that tune. All right, you got three seconds, Bradley. Again, we're looking for one of the three huge hits from a glam band's sophomore album. If you get this right, you win today. If you get it wrong, we go to our final one. Here's three seconds of this song. Um... For the win. I don't know it. Oh, crap. That is poison. Nothing, Nothing but a good time. A yes, good Dawn would have had that one, so she gets the point. Here's our final one. Quickly, here, actually, uh, uh, oh, yeah, we've will got we have time. Um, probably not. It's going to end in a tie today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> actually, let's just do it this way. Here's okay. the tiebreaker. Okay. Yell your just name when it. you okay. know this song. Okay. This is a number one hit from a title, or uh, the number one hit sharing a title with a Grammy nominee album of the year. Need an answer. Well, I'm glad it did come down to this one. That's Steve Winwood. Roll with it. Oh, God. That's a guy that we weren't into. (laughs) Yeah, we're not not into Steve Winwood by any stretch (laughs) in the 1980s. Thank you so much, Mike, for another wonderful game. Dawn. When we come back, we will be Lori and Julia. So I hope you're fine with that. Actually, no. Lori and Julia will be Lori and Julia today, I think. We'll be back.